What up, it's Mitch. And this is Zach. Welcome to Hot Takes Cold Brews, where each week we'll be talking about hot takes in health, fitness, and lifestyle. And to make sure these are epic episodes, we're cracking a brand new cold brew, catching a savage buzz each time. Let's do it. What is up? What's happening? I feel I'm feeling better now. I'll tell you that much. I'm feeling better now. And I'm excited. Because, highball, you guys are stepping your game up. I love the energy drinks. So when I saw this on the shelf, I was like, I got to I gotta pick these up. Yeah. So this one wasn't sent to us, but definitely worth trying out because I'm a big fan of their products. Their other products, so... Hopefully, I've got high hopes for this one. Yeah. It's a black, unsweetened coffee, dairy-free. It's only got 10 calories in it. It's got some sodium. That's how I like. It's got sea salt. It's interesting they add sea salt to it. 120 milligrams of caffeine. That's the one knock maybe well, on gonna it. That's going to be your sodium. What? So that's going to be your sodium, the sea salt. Yeah. No, I know. But I'm saying the caffeine is only 120 milligrams. Well, low. That's my one knock on it. Usually, um... In an 11-ounce can, the milligrams is much higher, but cold brews are usually concentrates. This one just must not be concentrated. It must just be like water added. What's their uh, – what are their energy drinks, caffeine at? Probably around that same thing, 120 or 160. Can't really remember. 120 is not, not too bad. Anything over 100 is decent. Yeah. I mean, gives you a little buzz, but it's oh, hard dude. to it's hard to measure because you look at those uh, those wandering bear ones, and the wandering bear ones are two hundred and fifty or two sixty five or some crazy thing like that, and they really really make you feel like it's two hundred and sixty five. Like oh, sometimes it almost sorry. makes me like sensitive to light if I drink it too late at night. It's hard to it's hard to take it. I gotta show you this one I saw at the store. I was gonna fucking buy it. It was like what was that Seattle one? How high was that one? 400. 400? I think this one. That's like... God damn it. Do you know off the top of your head how much caffeine is in an espresso shot? I don't. Let me see here. An espresso shot is typically 64 milligrams of caffeine. That's it? Yeah, man. That's nothing. Dude, think about that then. 400? (laughs) Yeah. So it's that, like eight shots. Yeah, six and six and a quarter. That that might not even be healthy to drink in one go. I don't know. Honestly, maybe not. A quad shot. That's pretty impressive that they're getting the same amount of this one. That's pretty nuts. Street beans in t- in four hundred in eleven ounces. That's the same size as this one, and this one's one twenty. That's basically four times the density of this thing. Dude, we should we should hit these guys up. <clears throat> it says some of these uh, Starbucks ones are 89 milligrams of caffeine in them. That's it? Oh, they're espresso shots? Yeah. So if you, the other night when we got that dopio, it was pretty high, probably. But anyway, we're going to try this organic cold brew from Highball. They call it Highball Coffee. It's probably a different subsidiary than Highball Energy. Same logo. Ready to crack them? Let's crack them. Rack them and crack them. 
Smells delicious. We've yeah, learned that you can't judge by a smell. <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> oh, I have some updated news on those oh, drinks. No. Real you like them now? Sur- no. Okay. Nope. But I know people that do. Really? Yeah. A lot of people now. What? Yeah. All right. Let's check. Okay. It's good. That is good. It has for black coffee with no sugar in it. I wonder it's if light. the sea salt helps out a little bit. It's light. It's not. Yeah. It's nice no, and refreshing. No kick. Absolutely has no bitterness, like zero. It's almost like a little. I was gonna say it's. It's almost a little watery. Comparatively to the stuff we've been drinking, yeah, I think this would be what would be considered a non-concentrate. So it's yeah. only got 120 milligrams because I think they, it's a decent amount of water they water add. Down. Yeah. That makes sense. I would assume not, that that's what's happening here. I'm not mad at it. No. I mean, that this seems like more doable for like, I mean, we're drinking this at 149 right now. Yeah. This seems a little bit more doable for like... A, uh, early afternoon drink if you're sensitive to caffeine and you're going to be going out and you want that little energy boost because, boy, drinking that 265 or that 260 or one of those like 400s at about 4 o'clock. Oh, you're done. I don't even know if I could take 400 Dude, we at once. That sounds pretty – yeah, we might have, to do a morning, epic, we might have to do a morning cast, a real early morning podcast and just drink it. What's quick, the – I think, I think they say like – you don't really want to go double your body weight in milligrams of caffeine. Yeah, a day. I don't even know what what is there's. It's pretty high, but toxic toxic do, dose of caffeine. I wonder what it is. Well, I don't know that it's toxic, but it's that over that number is going to like you know just mess with your your adrenals and all that. They say up to four hundred milligrams of caffeine a day. This is Mayo Clinic that says this. Up to 400 milligrams of caffeine a day appears to be safe for healthy adults. Oh, okay. That's roughly the amount of caffeine in four cups of brewed coffee or 10 cans of cola or two energy shot drinks. So so above that, they say they can't. If you drink more than four cups a day... You could get migraine headaches, insomnia, nervousness, irritability, restlessness, frequent urination, inability to control urination, upset stomach, fast heartbeat, and muscle tremors. Sometimes I get some muscle twitches from drinking too much caffeine. I drink a lot of caffeine, though. Um, sometimes I get you the, probably drink more. Sometimes I almost get, I don't think it's a migraine, but it's almost like a visual migraine. You probably like, get more than that. Yeah. Day? Yeah, sometimes. Today I probably will. But you're but about it, 200, right? Yeah. Yeah, 203, weighed out yesterday. So, I mean, I've definitely felt the, the that effect. Like like I said, sometimes when I drink, like I've had a coffee, like I've had, I drank one of those Wandering Bears the other day at like 4 o'clock because I was at work and I was just getting through the last couple of patients there and uh, started getting light sensitive, like where I felt like I had to like squint inside, like all the, like the fluorescent light was like, way too bright for me yeah. and like driving home like the headlights were like really really bright i don't know that's like a symptom of migraine but i don't think it was like a migraine migraine but definitely i've gotten some of that like that like restlessness where you're like your legs feel kind of restless from it but the worst feeling ever is when you are like exhausted but restless oh man from caffeine so at like the end of the night you're like I am so drained. Yeah. But, like, you just feel your heart still, like, pumping like it's... 
Yeah. In the middle of the day, it's like, fuck. That's what happened after I drank that too late. And I'm never impacted by caffeine. Like, I'll probably drink this and be fine. And yeah. I drank some before I came here, and I had a cup of coffee this morning. So I've had, like, a lot of caffeine already today. But when you get, I mean, like, it's like drinking two cans of this in one of those little things. Like, when you drink one of those concentrates, it's a little <laughs> intense sometimes. Dude, this is my third cold brew today, actually. Cold <laughs> brew? <laughs> I had one. Yeah, you had, you had the highball mocha before we came on here. So I had another one before that. <clears throat> oh, man. Fuck. You're pumping it. Well, I had, I had two cups of coffee this morning, now that I think about it. And then yes, I had, I had a little uh, energy, a little natural energy Take drink. Take it so. easy, man. <laughs> you got to get pumped up for these podcasts, people. That's how we do it. That's how we do it. But Can't come on to a coffee uh, podcast with no energy. Low energy. You got to come on pumped up. Yeah. You know, the, although it's kind of hard to find this balance because I do want to come on um, alert, but now I'm like, it's hard to tell what the effect this is having. Yeah. You know, kind of. Yeah. I get what you're saying. Like you want to. I want like like the you last one. Measure it's the like, bank. Whoa, this one hit me. Whereas like I don't I know. Like when they t- I feel like when they tell you the amount of caffeine, you kind of know what it. Like you don't. That's we don't need do. to necessarily judge the impact of it. 120 milligrams is going to be decent. It's not going to be anywhere close to some of those concentrates you've been drinking. Well, dude, even the caveman was 200, right? Yeah. Two something. Oh, they got it figured out. Dude. Yeah. Ca- hey. Caveman. They're doing some good shit. Caveman's coming out with a couple new flavors that we're excited to try, and uh, we'll talk to Caveman and see if they'll they'll send us some stuff out. Otherwise, I'm more than happy to buy and support their business because they're they're pretty they're a pretty awesome company. So um, they are pretty savage. Yeah. All right. So what we're talking about today, now that we got the cold brews done, did the did the update there? Um, and we'll rate these at the end. So stick around. Uh. Have you ever wondered why you're not losing weight even though you're busting your ass in the gym? Have you ever wondered why you're doing 50 to 60 minutes on a cardio machine and you're and you're still at the same weight and you still look the same as you did before? Well, it's because we've got an interesting news flash today. We've got a hot take coming in. Um, I think it's interesting because we've perpetuated these ideas throughout time that exercise is a good modality for weight loss but really truly if you look at the science and you look at the calories burned and all that stuff and you can give me your thoughts on this Mitch but exercise has a ton of benefits and I'm going to say that weight loss isn't one of its best benefits I would I would say it's not even a top let's we could come up let's come up with on this show the top five benefits of exercise yeah and i i really don't think that weight loss will be in there and uh, and a lot of people are going to hate on that because you see these shows like biggest loser and things like that and these people are working their asses off but they're also starving themselves or they're eating radically different than they were eating when they were gaining weight and being more morbidly obese i think people don't realize the side effects of exercise and that is what's causing you to lose weight right like the benefits of exercise are the mental benefits and when you feel better in your head you start to make better decisions right the reason people are overweight cuz they don't feel good and they you know like if you don't feel good you don't really 
I don't want to say love yourself, but you don't really respect yourself that much, obviously. You kind of yeah. like let yourself go. But when you start to feel good mentally, feel good about yourself mentally, that in turn makes you make other good decisions too, typically. I think that's true because, I mean, that's the biggest thing with me and, and I know that my wife notices that as well is that when you're working out, you're more motivated to eat well because right. you're feeling fit. Right. And that feeling is, is addicting. The feeling of being fit is addicting, and that's why I think people like going to the gym. And I think that's one of the benefits of going to the gym is, like, you feel fit after you come out. Like, you always feel accomplished. But the problem is those two usually go together. So, also, when you're not working out or when I stop working out and I go on vacation, I eat worse. And then that perpetuates this not feeling like working out because you don't feel great. So you're like, oh, just let me recover today. Like I don't feel great from whatever I did yesterday. And so that perpetuates itself as well. Mm -hmm. So like you said, it can help to – I think it would help to boost you into more healthy behaviors that will lead to weight loss. But in itself, the actual work of – if you didn't do anything but work out, you didn't change anything about your life and you're trying to lose weight and all you did was work out, you would have to work out a lot and well, you probably wouldn't have the energy to do it like you've probably got to work out seven days a week you're going to be so like you're just not, down. Yeah, just not going to be able to do it well and that's what I'm saying is like for the people that think that their workouts are what caused them to lose weight if they did lose weight that's what I'm saying is like not necessarily like it helped you make better choices in other areas yeah you know but because cause obviously there's people who do work out like you said earlier who aren't losing the weight. What about the people who who it doesn't spring them into other good habits and it almost springs them into worse habits? Like think about that. So someone that works out and is like, hey, I just did I just did sixty minutes on the stair step where I'm sweating my ass up, I'm tired. I deserve some French fries and some wings or a pizza or well, whatever. You know, it's like what well, about those thing. people? Well that's the thing too, is like people people don't realize that Doing and expending that energy is going to cause your body to crave more energy, a.k.a. calories. And that's why cardio, for sure, is not a great modality to lose weight because, you you know, your body is continuously saying, like, we need to get more carbohydrates in our system, you know, because yeah. you're depleting those stores. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why if you've ever, like, done a long run, like, you're – starving afterwards yeah you know and some and, people aren't and that's i think that's a difference in physiologies or like i don't know what the difference is in but there's some difference that some people they like work out and they get super hungry after that's me some people are not hungry after they work out like they don't want to eat and i guess if you work out so hard that you kind of feel sick then you definitely don't want to feel like you eat for maybe an hour or two but i assume that you're Hunger is going to just physiologically like your body is trying to tell your you to take in some calories because it knows it, it was just at a loss. Exactly. And what your body wants to do is efficiently store energy mm-hmm. for times of famine. That's just historically what our body wants to do. Yeah. So that's an interesting, you know, it's like, but that's the, that's the age old thing is like, don't go out and reward yourself with something because you worked out. Right. You almost need to go the opposite direction. Say, "Hey, I worked out, so now I've also got to protect. I've got to protect it and stack something on top of that, and say, "Hey, I'm going to take. I'm going to eat something very, very healthy today, 
because I don't want to ruin that workout that I did. Right. And I think that's the stance you got to take and not be like, eh, I can have two extra beers tonight because I worked out. Unless that's what you're working out to do. Like some people literally just work out to be able to eat what they want. Right. I still don't think if it you makes up. a good point. Yeah. If, you're, at, if you're where you want to be, you could do that. Some people even work out that I've talked to. They work out just to be able to eat what they want and they're not at a good point. But they're ha- they're happy enough where they're at, and they don't want to they don't want to sacrifice on what they're eating, so they're working out to eat more. But at the same time, like I still don't think their workouts are covering. That it's just like that's a it's a good way to to um like sell yourself on that in your head and say like you know make an excuse up like oh I can eat what I want because I work I work out five times a week, where this, really that's not. No, and this is a big thing where people have to take inventory of themselves. Because you might see me, uh, you know, work out all the time, and then there will be days where I will go eat a ton, you know, like that burger I had the other night, rehab burger. Yeah. It's literally a pulled pork sandwich on top of a burger, <laughs> and it was amazing. But, like, it's the same thing with money. You know, I've put in a lot of work to get to where I'm at. And I've given up a lot of things in other areas at times, you know, whereas if you aren't where you want to be, like you just really don't have that luxury right now. You know, same thing with money. The people who are spending a lot of money buying nice things and have actually done the the work to get there. If you're not there, like you probably shouldn't be doing those things, even if you necessarily can. You know, and I think that's the biggest problem that people have yeah. is like looking at what other people are doing and not really evaluating the full story. That's always the truth. I mean, it's like you always want to look at people and be like, hey, this guy can do it. Like, he's a, like, I even used to look at you, man. Like, when, I mean, back when we were in college, I was like, dude, this guy can stay fit and he can drink as much, as much beer as he wants. <laughs> yeah. Like, it must just be like, because he works out, like he lifts enough weights that he has enough muscle mass that stays on. I was like, oh man, maybe I can get to that. But it's like for me, my that's not my body. My body is not like, and certain people are like that. Like certain people can work out and they stay fit, and for whatever reason, their metabolism is good and they don't store fat very well, and uh, they can eat as much as they want and they never gain weight. And that is definitely not me. So it's like it's such a personal thing. You just have to, like you said, you have to know yourself. And most of us know in our hearts what is actually right and wrong about like what we're telling ourselves and we know our bodies and we know like hey this isn't going to be like i can't have a burger and french fries just because i worked out because the calorie deficit just i'm not burning enough calories when i work out and like that's my point like i had a pretty hard workout this morning my arms are so tired i worked out for like uh, 50 to 60 minutes weights heavy high intensity and I think my Garmin says I burnt I burned 296 calories. I think they overestimated a little bit because, like, just for different factors, like not shutting off my watch at certain times. But f- for an example, like a Snickers bar is 215 calories. Yeah. So I can I get that like it's I mean that's that's one beer that's one like craft beer. So I can't go out and say like, oh, I can drink as much as I want tonight because it worked out today. Because yeah. no, I can have one more beer than I normally do because it worked out tonight. Yeah. So and if I want to lose, say, yeah. and if I want to lose weight, that's definitely not the truth. Exactly. Like, like, kind of like we said, you got to protect that workout. Yep. Rather than like, try and balance it. 
be unless you're at a place where you want to be. Because if you're not, like, you've got to make certain sacrifices. And, you know, going back to to your point of, like, evaluating where you're at, you know, some people may look at, like, oh, well, he worked out and ate that, so I'm going to work out and eat that. Well, you don't know what else he's doing during that day. Like, maybe he didn't go home and sit on his couch for six hours, but you typically do. Right, you know, and I don't, I don't think people evaluate everything that's going on. I still even get caught into like seeing guys at the gym, and I'm like, damn, like, how, like he's working out for a long time. He's got all this muscle put on him, and then I forget that I'm like, dude, he's, who knows if he's doing anabolics? Like, probably is. Like these huge guys that are like in the gym, like so ripped, so lean, but so muscular. Yeah. And you're just like, oh, maybe if I just work out super, super hard, I'll get there. Or he's probably got a Tupperware meal in his fucking backpack. Exactly. Like he's, you know? He's doing something. But I've seen a lot of natural bodybuilders that work out a lot, a lot during the day and get pretty big. And I see guys at the gym where I'm like, nah, this guy's doing something. I'm not saying they're doing steroids, but they're doing something to boost, like testosterone or something. And so that's what you – like even me as like a person that is very skeptical of this, like fall, I fall into those same habits that – a lot of you guys fall into, which is like, oh, you see somebody at the gym, you're like, oh, they must just work out and eat healthy. Well, who knows? And maybe their genetics are really predisposed to being very fit. But like, I think if people understand better that like, don't get, don't think that you're just going to go and exercise and lose all the weight that you want to lose because you're just in a losing formula. You're going to cause yourself to like, jump off track because you're going to have unrealistic expectations of what's actually going on, which is, I think it's it's the worst part. Yeah. It's more detrimental than actually like, you know, not even going to the gym, but getting your nutrition right. You know? Yeah. And I believe in like, and like I said, I'm not bashing exercise at all because I think exercise is probably the, the best medicine for so many diseases out there. And it's something that a lot of us don't use as medicine for what we're trying to do, but it's, it really is a medicine because yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, and so, um, I think it has a ton of benefits. So I'm not bashing exercise. I'm just saying that if your expectation is to lose weight just by exercising, you're not, you're doing yourself a disservice. And so you just need to understand the, the actual formula to lose weight or get more fit. Yeah. You're, you're, you're just asking for, um, to be unhappy, right? Like, like there's, there's nothing because the amount of work that it takes to do all that, you know, like doesn't equal the result you have in your head. You know, people, people connect exercise stress with weight loss, right? Like, uh, if I'm dead on the floor after a workout every day, then I'm gonna lose weight, right? And it's like those. There's no correlation. Yeah. Really. You know. I mean, sure. Like your effort will will help, um, but there there really isn't a correlation. And people do that, and then they get upset when they they don't see they don't see the results. So I think you know going back to what exercise is good for. Right, I think exercise is good for you know just the way you feel about yourself. Yeah, um, positive self talk, positive self image. When you when you're a person who exercises, 
you, you, that's part of your identity and your mental status. Like, yeah, I'm a healthy person because I exercise. Even if you don't look so healthy or things like that to yourself, like you could still convince yourself like, Hey, I'm a healthy person because I exercise and you are healthier because you exercise. Well, and it's also something that like it releases endorphins. Like it makes you <laughs> in a yeah. better mood, you know, like, yeah, you feel good. I mean the days that I miss a workout, I'm definitely feeling worse, yep. worse mentally. Like Same. today I hit a workout and I feel great. Um, but I like to do it. And then I went on a walk after that just because like, I was thinking about it this morning. I was like, I just like the idea of being fit. Mm-hmm. Like I want to be way more fit. Like I look at all these people who do these like ultra endurance stuff. Not that I want to do that, but you know, you watch these MMA guys or these, the ultra endurance people or like, um, like hikers or climbers. These guys are really fit and fitness just allows you to be able to do what you want to do. Like you could go to, on a trip and go hike a 10 mile hike to go see some beautiful waterfall or walk around entire New York city without having to take a bunch of cabs and you can see everything because you have the fitness to actually do it. Whereas if you're out of shape and you're not fit, like you're limited and I don't want to be limited by my fitness. Like I want to be able to climb to Like if, if a bunch of my friends are, are going to climb to the top of a mountain and go see something cool, like I don't want to be limited in the fact that like, oh, I only hit the weights. I have no cardio and I have no endurance, so I can't actually do that. Like yeah. I want to be completely fit in all aspects at least a little bit so I could – I'm never limited. Like, okay, today I can go out and kayak around a lake because I have enough fitness in my – like it's just an interesting thing I thought about this morning that like being fit opens a ton of doors for you. Yeah. Well, and that's interesting because, you know, personally not ever being like completely out of shape, you don't think about that, how a lot, how limited some people are. Mm -hmm. And like, that's crazy. Yeah. That like, just because they decided not to do that, they, there's certain things they literally can't go do. Yeah. Um, you know, I think another thing I was this hit me the last couple of days that fitness brings is it's, it's an opportunity to win every yeah. day. You know, like there, like it hit me. Like I, I went and hit a 5am workout while I was on vacation mm-hmm. and no Ubers would pick me up. So I ran to the gym. I saw that post. That was cool. Yeah. And, but think about this. I didn't have to do any of that. I didn't have to even go to the gym. I didn't even have to work out. I definitely didn't have to go that early. But I proved to myself that I could. That's the big thing. What is, what is Ed Milet talks about that? And it's like holding the promises or something. Yeah, like that. keeping the promises to yourself is how you build confidence or yeah. something like something like that. Like, because like a lot of people, this is his theory, and I think it's a great theory, is that people who are not very confident are the people who can't hold promises to themselves. The ones that say, I'm going to get out of bed at 5.30 and go and work out, but then hit the snooze and say, hey, I'm not going to, I'm not actually not going to get a workout because I don't feel like it. You keep on breaking these promises to yourself so you know that when you promise other people things, you know that you have a history of breaking promises so you can't be confident in your life in, in doing those things. So I think that's a definite huge thing is like, you know, you, you can use it as a way of like motivation and hitting a streak, like getting on a win streak. Like, Hey, I'm going to hit my workout every single day or five days. I have to hit it every weekday. I have to be there. And if I miss one, then here's what the penalty is. Or like, you know, you got to hold yourself accountable and build from that. Right. Like it's not all like, uh, that's why I'm glad we're talking about this. Cause it's not all about 
getting bigger biceps. It's not all about losing weight. It's about like where else can you like there you don't always have an opportunity to win like that, you know? But now you do. You know, like literally the gym is open to everyone to go get on a winning streak, basically. Mm-hmm. Like, that's how I see it. And even like, if you can't afford a gym, you can get on a winning streak fi- through exercise anywhere. Like, we've right. demonstrated a bunch of, in our videos and things like that that you can work out at a playground, especially because summer's coming. You can get a, you can get your workouts in at a playground and, and be just as fit as someone who works out of the gym. You just have to do it. And, you know, a lot of people who, who don't, like, that leads to other areas that they don't follow through in too, you know, like everyone has a dream, right? But the reason they don't ever chase it or they don't, um, start is cause they don't believe that they'll actually do it. Yeah. And the gym is where you start or not the gym, but just working out is where you start to build that belief in yourself. Like personally, I know I'll do things cause I've followed through at the gym for so many years. Like I know I can get myself. Yeah. To do whatever I want, you know, and and that is a feeling that I don't know where else you can get it, you know. Yeah, and most hyper successful people, when you look at it, like their fitness is almost the foundation of of where they where they are coming from, and like even like guys like Gary Vaynerchuk who used to not work out, now it's like a cornerstone of like him being fit and feeling good and having high energy and like it's just changed him a little bit. And like guys like Ed Milet, like his whole thing is built around fitness. Like his workout is first because that gets his mindset, right. gets his body, right. And it gets him that, that streak of like pushing himself, doing something hard every single day. You look at the rock, super, super successful. Everything for him is based around fitness. And he uses it as that, like that launching point of like, yeah, I'm going to get in, I'm going to make myself suffer in this weight room. I'm going to break my body down, but it's going to make my mind stronger and my body will recover. And then I'm going to use that as momentum to get all of this other success in different areas of my life. And that's another big point is like, we don't always have challenging days, right? Like, so the way you can always present a challenge to yourself is, is working out. Like you can always like, there's a lot of jobs that aren't stressful. They don't have much going on. And maybe you you have a good amount of money. Like, you don't have to struggle at all. And I'm not saying everyone should struggle, but that's the way you get stronger is you put resistance in front of you and you, you beat the resistance. Well, you get soft. You get soft literally. Like, your yeah, body gets soft. Yeah. But you get mentally soft from, from not facing things that are tough. Like, I – to make myself suffer when I'm at the gym and it, it doesn't feel like suffering anymore. But now when I, when I really think about like how sore my legs are, like I could hardly walk down hill yesterday cause my quads feel like they were going to collapse. My, I was just going to tumble down. And I, so I make myself suffer that way, but like it, it's not in a negative way. It's like in a positive way. Like I can push my body to a certain point. I can push my mind to a certain point and my mind can get there. And that shows me like, if I can do this in the gym and I can, I can make myself suffer and I can get myself to work this hard under this strenuous of a condition and this circumstances, then like, what's like a a business meeting that like, I have no physical stress. It's just a little bit of mental stress and some like uncomfortability. Like that's like, if you're used to pushing yourself through uncomfortable 
both situations, then you're going to do really, really well, I think, with everything else. And that's that's why I'm like, it's it's <clears throat> such a it's a resource that's always available. You know, like like you don't always have crazy like if you're just starting out like you don't always have crazy business meetings that are going to stressful that you can kind of build that resistance for yeah you know like you don't always have a crowd to go talk to that you can kind of get better at doing and dealing with so here's how you create that for yourself you gotta create those challenges and the best thing about using fitness as that type of of kickstarter motivation and even if it's your vice like that's the best vice to have because Oh, by the way, it has all these positive health benefits, which include, you know, improved muscle mass. You're going to like the only like there's a lot of studies out that that we now know that like lower bone density is associated with not having done resistance training. And if you do resistance training at any point in your life, you're you're going to have higher uh, bone density as you age, which is very important because like hip fractures and things like that are high, high cause of death in, in elderly the other thing that you get is like you can basically prevent or or slow down progression of diabetes type 2 diabetes because after you work out you're in such a insulin sensitive state and you can get glucose into your cells without using insulin because that's how exercise works so it's like you can cure things like that and you can help out with heart disease and cardiovascular fitness why do you think people don't work out because <clears throat> it's hard because it's hard. I think I think it's it's an interesting thought because I came from and that's why we're doing it is because it's hard. But some I, people don't because it's hard. Yeah, but I'm not even working out as hard as I used to, and it's right. that gets on my nerves. And that's like that's where I was thinking about being extra fit today because I was like, dude, I have a layer of fat on my on my stomach there that I didn't used to have, and I'm not as fit as I used to be. Like, I've gotten into situations where like I've been with a group of friends that's hiking, and I'm like, dude, I'm not gonna make it up that entire mountain. I don't have the endurance for it. Like. That's just like I'm not going to climb up a 3,000-foot mountain. It's just not going to happen because I don't have it, and I didn't have the mental toughness now. But when I was running track, the big thing was like I had so much mental toughness. Like I could go lift a 60-minute lifting program and then go do two hours of running and bounding and stuff like that. And I would run myself so hard that like we, we'd be doing maybe like eight reps of, of a certain distance. I'd be puking at six. With a minute thirty rest break, I'd puke my entire minute thirty rest break, and I'd get back online and run. Like that's how mentally strong. What you had a strong why behind it? Exactly. So how how do people find the why that pushes them? Like right now, I can't push myself to that level of fatigue and failure, and I want to be able to. Kind of. I just I think I don't really want to do it, but I want to be able to do it. Does that make sense? Like I don't want to be limited by my mind. Yeah. The same thing we talked about with the cold. Like, I don't want to be limited by my mind that I can't turn that dial because my mind says no. Like, yeah. that's going to harm you. Yeah. So, so how do you so fight? What's that why? Yeah. yeah. And I think that's – maybe that's the mystery of this whole thing is like how do you find your intense why? And maybe that's why people aren't doing it. Maybe that's why people aren't working out because they can't find that deep reason that motivates them to do it. Because sometimes weight loss isn't the, as like a good enough why. Because they're like, ah, I'm fine. I'm okay being a little overweight. Like, it's not that bad. Like, they can justify that in their mind. But I had a why because I was competing. So what do you do? I think something that you could help to do would be like sign up for a 5K or 10K or something that you like. Do you want to do a triathlon? Do you like biking? Do you want to do a bike race? Or even if it's not a race, do you want to try to ride for for the folks up here in the Pacific Northwest? Do you want to try to ride from Seattle to Portland? 
or like do one of those sign yourself up for something that's i think that's a good starting point yeah or figure out like what's what is the why what are you gonna sign up for dude <laughs> i w- i would love to be able to do like a crossfit competition or even like a like a tough mutter type thing I think something Spartan where, race. yeah, there you go. Something where it involves strength and endurance, like all those aspects of of something. Dude, but let's do it. Let's do a Spartan race. You want to try to do it? All right, you hear it here first. We're gonna do a Spartan race. Savage. Why not, dude? I I I, I agree, man. It's uh, because that will motivate me. If I know that a Spartan race is coming up, it's about to kick my ass. Like I'm like, oh man, I better lift some weights and then go jog the trail yeah because i gotta get used to hitting these like hitting these obstacles and then doing stuff like and i think uh i think it's just levels of comfortability right like you are at a level where like you said you're comfortable like you you know like you said you've got a layer of fat that you don't necessarily like but you don't care that much well, it's not a good motivator for me. Yeah. The big motivator for me is how bad I feel when I don't work out. Yeah. And that's my why right now. It is keeps like, you working out. It's like I know that like things go downhill if I don't work out. I mean, just purely from not running, I think there's a reason why my back – like I've had back pain. I'm a physical therapist. I've had back pain over the couple last couple of years, like on and off. I do things to help with it. I think one of my main reasons why I get back pain now – it's because I don't lift aggressive as aggressively as I used to, and I don't run, so I don't get all that core stability, all that input into my back. Yeah. Um, because when I started getting really consistent with, it's like kind of like counterintuitive. When I started getting way more consistent with heavy leg workouts during the high def fitness program, the eight week program, my back pain dramatically decreased because I was loading it. So and you get soft, man. It's like yeah. it's like exercise that used to not hurt you at all, kind of really can actually feel terrible for you yeah so so what you said was a good point and it's something i always think about but many people don't realize it and they don't um they go the opposite way so like you said i know if i don't do this it's things are going to snowball and and get worse right like you said you said you don't feel good when you don't work out and so if you you know if you don't go like it's only going to get worse And I've always thought that, you know, like, uh, a lot of people, like anytime, let's say anytime I've, I've been upset, right. In my life, like maybe like a breakup or something, you're, you're upset. And a lot of people will like turn to, um, eating terribly. They'll, they'll, I don't want to work. I don't want to do anything. I don't even want to get out of bed. Or they go to alcohol or they go to drugs. I've always gone the opposite way. I'm like, man, if I feel this bad now, I've got to counteract this so that it doesn't get out of control. You know, like I just like, I wonder why that is and why some people find trouble like flipping that. I think that's a, that's a tough question to answer. I think that's the separator. Yeah. You know, because that's why people don't, don't work out is cause like, like if you don't work out, you probably feel bad in a certain way and you're just fueling that in other ways or yeah. like, or like hiding it. Whereas for me, I'm always like, shoot, if I feel bad about this, I can't get out of shape. Cause then I'll really feel bad. <laughs> you yeah. Know? Like, yeah. I mean that, that's what it snowballs down. Cause like if you're unhappy about your body and I mean, I would, I bet we'd be staggered to know the percentage of people who are unhappy with their body. It's nuts. Even people are that are very fit. 
and almost some people that are very fit like are harder on themselves but i I mean it's got to be a really high percentage i don't even have any idea but it's got to be way over 75 percent of people that would that would if you ask people are you happy with your body right now or if you could change to any other shape would you i would i would estimate over 90 percent of people would say something and then, yeah. so if you let that really go downhill for yourself, I feel like that's just like something you can never get away from. Like yeah. every day you have to wake up and look at yourself and say like, I'm unhappy with how I am right now. Yeah. And that's tough, man. That's super tough to live with. Cause I mean, like people might look at me and be like, Oh, this guy's fit. Like fairly fit. Like what's he complaining about? But at the same time, like I just have a higher standard. It's all about your standards. It's all about, it's, it's all about relativity of it. You yeah. know, it's like, I used to be very, very fit and very low body fat and never had any energy problems and never had any pains and things like that. And like it, now it's happened, you know? So. Well, I think what you said there was like people, you know, they, they feel like oh, I got to look at myself every day and I don't like what I see. And that causes some people to say like, so why would I eat better? You know, like I already don't like where I'm at. You know, why would I go work out? I already don't like where I'm at. Yeah, Whereas so, my thought has always been like, if I don't like where I'm at, what what can I do to change this shit? You know, like that's a growth mindset, though. Right. The catastrophizing mindset and the the opposite mindset is kind of like, hey, this is already bad. May as well just add more insult to injury. Like, I already feel terrible about myself, and I'm not gonna ever get there. I may as well just eat this ice cream and actually have some that tastes good instead of like torturing myself trying to eat something healthy. I think that's the big thing or, or like related back to exercise. Like I'd rather just sit on the couch and watch Netflix and forget about my problems than go and try to address it and, and feel bad about myself in a gym where I, you know, if you go to work out and you're out of shape, like it does not feel good. And people are going into these crazy classes and they're trying to start at Orange Theory and they've never done any other exercise and they end up getting hurt. It's just like, I think people are starting at the wrong intensity and, you know, because like we said, exercise is not a good modality for weight loss. So don't go out and kill your body just to lose weight if that's your thing. Go into the gym and just get consistent with it, even if you're there for 20 minutes. Because even if you step in the gym for five minutes and you make it a habit, you're not going to miss out on that much weight loss because like the, you, you know, you can't exercise yourself that hard. So if you can start getting a positive mindset, by just being in the gym and yeah. get, and having that as your identity and then attacking the nutrition side of it, yeah. I think you're going to be a lot more successful and you're not going to have to torture yourself as much. And I think, uh, it, you got to look at like, you got to look at your pain a little differently, you know, because like that's what, we do you know that's why like pain isn't like physical pain yeah like like you just said you yeah, push like, yourself at the gym you you're looking for that feeling yeah like whereas well, everyone else is is running away from it well like my back hurts right now just sitting here but my, why why are you looking for that feeling it's because you look at it differently you know that that's growth and i know where it brings me yeah exactly, exactly. you know that because i've seen growth. the result of it yeah i've been there i've been that's the benefit of having been fit or or like having done like a, a sport at a high level is like, you know what your body feels like when you're extremely athletic yeah. and you know, like how much like mental energy you have, how much physical energy you have. And that like, 
you don't get dragged down by daily things. It's just it's an interesting thing. Yeah. And I know that feeling, and now I'm chasing it. And that's right. what I, I think that's what my whole thing is. So, you know, we've kind of been talking about um, just the difference between people who do work out and don't work out. What, what, how can we help somebody right now who doesn't work out? How can we, what can we do to get them in the gym? Or not even in the gym, just exercising. I think. If you're listening right now and you feel like you are not working out and you and you want to get there, I feel like you need to just write down something right now. You need to write down I'm going to go on a walk 4 days a week yeah. no matter what. Yeah. I'm going to do this. Don't say like it's not a goal. It's like it's already decided. You're going to go for that walk no matter what even if it even if it hurts, even if it's painful, because you know what the result's going to be f- for that. Even if it fucking rains, even if anything, like that's yeah. that's a big thing. Everyone lets the little shit get in the way. Yeah, they set up excuses or yeah. things like, "Oh, I'll go. I'm going to go hiking tomorrow if it's sunny. I'm going to go to the gym tomorrow if I get out in time and it's not too busy." Like or, that's or not, they just don't go and they'll be like, well, you know, you know, I got, I had to work late or something. It's like, no, yeah. that's the whole point Yeah, is to find a way. Cause if you find a way here, you'll find a way in other areas of your fucking life. So you got to decide it in your mind right now that like, there is no more excuse for it. Right. I think that's the big thing. And then how do we help people? You know, if you're out there and you're struggling, it doesn't need to be this huge thing that you do all at once. It doesn't need to feel like you're climbing Mount Everest to f- like the first time, like that doesn't need to be your fitness goal. Yep. Maybe your goal is to walk a 5k. So sign yourself up for a 5k and go walk it. No need to run it. Maybe you just want to be able to walk three miles, or maybe you want to be able to jog three miles without ha- stopping to walk. Yeah. Or maybe you want to be able to run a 5k under 30 minutes or whatever you want to be able to do. You have to figure out something to push yourself towards that goal. I think. And I think that, you know, like, and don't be afraid to set the limit high. Like, if you sign up for a 10K, sign up for a 10K. If you walk, you walk. But at least you signed yourself up and motivated yourself to get fit. And then you had to do something about it. I think there's benefits in setting the bar super high and then, you know, landing a little lower. Because you probably landed higher still than your original goal would have been, you know. Or set yourself a couple goals. Yeah. Drop yourself in a 5K a month and a half out or two months out and drop yourself in a 10K three months out and say, hey, I'm going to hit this little one, but the big one's coming yeah. and I've got to do this, right? And like, and that's the big challenge is, and, and maybe that's how we can help people eventually is, is set up some events for people to be able to sign up for because, you know, besides 5Ks, there's like Tough mutters, there's like maybe some like high ropes courses or some things, but there's you know, there's not really a lot of availability to other things besides endurance racing. There's not like a whole lot of availability to like, uh, someone who's like, Oh, I want to get strong. And then I'm going to go do this like, like lifting competition. Competition. That that, that's not like for serious lifters. You know what I'm saying? Like it's an interesting thing, but you just got to find something. Maybe it's like there's a mountain in your area that you want to be able to crest. So now I've got to go practice hiking to get to that. Like, let me get to this peak. Like I want to be able to do this. But you see what I'm saying is like, If you set your goal that you want to be able to climb Mount Everest, maybe you never actually do, but you're going to start training a lot harder than if you set your goal to, 
you know, hike to the top of your fucking cul-de-sac. You know what I'm saying? I think it's just dangerous in the fact that I, I agree with your point, and I think that it will push some people. But I think some people, like if you've never even hiked a mountain that's a 1,000 feet, and then you say, I'm going to climb Mount Everest, I think there's such a far distance between you getting to Mount Everest and where you're at right now that it's easy to just be like, eh, I've got time because it's going to take a lot of time anyway. So, Or like to lose sight of that and be like, oh, I'm actually never really going to be able to realistically get there. So if you don't believe you can realistically do something, I wouldn't set that as a goal. But be a little optimistic in your mindset of what the human body can do and that your mind is limiting to you, especially if you're not doing anything physical right now. But your mind is limiting you more than your physical capabilities really. Yeah, because your mindset changes when you have this bigger vision. I, I think everyone has a – whatever their vision is, they play down to it, right? Yeah. Like if you say, I'm going to hike this hike, you're going to be like, all right, I better start small and then blah, blah, blah. That that starting point is going to be a lot lower than if you say I'm going to hike this higher one, you know. Yeah. So so just having a little bit at least of of a a little bit of a vision rather than just like yeah, uh, don't set it so low that you can attain it. Yeah. So quickly, but, but that you're, it doesn't so, push so, you. So we're we're talking macro and micro. So your macro goal should be pretty big. The micro stuff, like you said, just go on a fucking walk. Yeah, four days this week. Just do that. Yeah, I think so. That, the, so the, a good macro goal for somebody would be like, I'm going to finish a marathon. Right now, even walking 26 miles is tough. So that will motivate you to do that. But then you should have some micro goals along the way, where like I'm going to hit every distance up to a marathon. But my eventual thing is to go to the marathon. So maybe I'll do a 5K, a 10K, a 15K, a half marathon. Then I'm going for the big guy, the marathon. Maybe you never even get the marathon. But if your main goal was a 10K, you got further than that, yep. right? And that's that's all I'm trying to say there. Uh, no, I get it. I know. You, you got me in my head. Like we should set up an event, dude. I know. That's for what people I was, to train for. That'd I know. I, th- I think I think we need. I think because there's not a whole lot of things for people to like. Hey, what's gonna get you motivated to work out to do something? Like, I don't know. Want to? I want to be fit for the beach. Like do you are you and then people say like well I'm not really gonna be at the beach that much so it doesn't really matter if I'm fit yeah. or eh, like everyone else at the beach isn't very fit so maybe that's know. what it is is like I we don't really have any good beaches but <laughs> in, it's like a a beach day that like you've got to compete here today at, yeah you know and you gotta have like your shirt off or whatever and yeah. it's like all right some like you said. Not only will it give everyone listening something to train for, shit, it'll give us something to train for. You I know. know. It's almost like one of those races, like, <clears throat> got to push a sled across the grass, like, for time. You got to lift a, a weight or, like, throw a med ball as far as you can. Like, you know, like, just a bunch of different series of fun yet challenging things. Doable, too. Yeah. And maybe different thing, like different aspects of it. So, like, that's something that you guys could find for yourselves. Like, there's so many companies out there that are pitching these events you just have to take the time to look for one that's going to help you to motivate you to achieve your goals yeah i think that's the the main point of today is like we started talking about how exercise is a good modality for weight loss but we ended talking about how positive exercise can be and what it can help you with and it can help you on your weight loss journey just well, not so directly as people some people think and that's what so don't give up on it and actually get in there and do it. And that's what 
you know, we were talking about at the beginning was if you started doing all these things we just talked about physically, like, what do you think is going to happen? It's all going to snowball, you know, like not necessarily this wasn't necessarily what did it, you know, training for that Spartan race or whatever isn't probably the main thing that you lost weight from. It's because you wanted to do everything good, mm-hmm. you know, so it's it's a, it's an indirect way yep. to lose the weight, but it's a direct way to change everything else. Yep. Which is where it really counts. Yep. <clears throat> so hopefully that helped someone out there to get the motivation to get off your couch and get your ass in a gym or out on the trails, um, especially because uh you know we're getting we're getting close to summer i'm not sure when this is going to drop but hopefully we'll start dropping these out soon and it's going to be close to summer and most most people are like oh yeah i'm gonna get my summer body but you know hopefully you started because this takes some time you got about and start changing those two yeah start, start changing those habits um not just exercise get on that get on get on your nutrition and get that right so Let's race some cold brews. Yeah. I'm, I'm feeling this one. I feel a difference. I feel good. I feel the. I feel a definite difference. You probably feel a difference from both of them, but <laughs> this is. I like it. It's good. So again, we're we are rating the. Uh, we're rating the high ball coffee, organic cold brew. And uh, <clears throat> it's good. It's unsweetened. It's only got 10 calories. Um, I'm not sure how it has 3 grams of carbohydrate, but maybe it just says the coffee. It's smooth, man. I think it is. I, this is the first time I ever saw it was today when I was at the store. I've never seen this before, so it might be new. I don't know. Mm-hmm. What do you rate it? Uh, I want to give it a... I want to say a 7.9. That's high. It's good. Dude. That's really high. Yeah. I think it's uh it's smooth. That was one of the best parts about it, but still gives you that little coffee taste. Um 10 calories, you can't beat that. And uh I'm feeling good. So That's a nice rating. Yeah. 7.9 for Easy Wins Mitch. I, I agree. It's pretty high. It's it's one of the better ones we've had. <clears throat> I think that I think that the uh, caveman coffee was the best. That one's hard to compete with, but just because that was on nitro and and just their coffee is probably super high quality. This is good. I mean, it's it like I like this company. I think they make cool products. It's like this is organic and fair trade. A lot of them are fair trade now. But this is smooth. It's easy to drink. It has literally no bitterness. There's no like where you're like, ooh, that's got a little bit of that like hard like burnt coffee bite to it either. And I like that flavor, but like I would rather not have that. I'm I'm into the cold brew. I like the smoothness of it. Um, This one tastes like something you could drink morning, night, hot, cold. Um, So I really like it. Um, I would give it a 7.7. Yeah, it's solid. Yeah, it's uh, I, I'd, I'd look for it again for yeah. sure. Yeah, you know? 
Yeah, it could, this could. I and I'm developing these. It's funny. I'm developing these go tos when I see them at a place. Where I'm like, oh, I need a cold brew. Right. Now I know which ones, which ones to go for off the shelf if I'm in a in a pinch. Yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, I'm gonna try new ones. So I always if I see a new one, I try. Pretty good too, right? Two fifty, I think, is what what this one went for. So that's a that's Cheaper than most. I think more, most are around four. Yeah, yeah, they're up there. Um. So, all right. Cool. Maybe Highball uh, will send us some in the future, but if not, hey, you got a great product. <laughs> <laughs> There's a few more photos to try, so send them, send them uh, our yeah, way. There you go. All right. Have a healthy day, guys. Peace. Later. What's up, guys? Hope you enjoyed the show. If you enjoyed this episode, please like, rate, and review the podcast. And if you really liked it, go ahead and share it with a friend. We would really appreciate it. And if you have any topics you want us to talk about, feel free to reach out. Let us know. We're always open.